us that you would please give her strength and healing. And we thank you for strengthening Ms. Sharita as she was going. That we test run, that you give the doctors wisdom that they do and figure out what's going on. I do pray that all Sarah and her fiance is there preparing for their wedding. You give them wisdom and you provide. We thank you for what you've done. I just pray that all of you, all, all the other requests for you, please answer them according to your will. We thank you for what you've done and all that you're going to do. Please fill pastor with the Holy Spirit as he preaches and open our hearts and our minds to your word that we would hear what you have for us. I do pray all these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. And look at verse 1. And I'm preaching a reminder message for me tonight. You're just spectators, okay? So I'm preaching to me. All right. Verse 1 says, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Even it is, as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense of, and, and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ, and this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Now, the word gospel is, is mentioned in this, in this chapter, in this letter, nine times. And uh, I want us to think about the thought, what, what are we supposed to do with the gospel? What, do I, what am I supposed to do with the gospel? Amen. What am I supposed to do with it? And uh, it, it's a significant word. The word gospel is significant. It's a glorious word. It means good news. Amen. John three sixteen, and and we we have the gospel in miniature in John three sixteen, and First Corinthians fifteen, one through four. The gospel's designed. It's it is a, it is a precious word because all who are saved, it's the grand a grand old word. It's also much hated word by the devil. The devil hates the gospel like poison, and he opposes the gospel. He opposes those who preach the gospel. Right. And hand out the gospel tracts. Right. It's greatly misunderstood word because people try to mix religion with the gospel and they don't mix. Amen. There's a difference in religion and there's a difference in the gospel which brings a relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a saving word. It's, it's, it's dynamite to open the heart of man. 
it, it, it overcomes the powers of darkness. It awakens uh, the soul and, and, and transforms the soul. It's an identifying word because those who truly are born again speak the gospel. It's not of religion or even of Christianity. It is a biblical word. It's a biblical word. It's a Bible word. Therefore, the Bible describes it and gives us the definition. It talks about the Romans 1.1, the gospel of God. Romans uh, 1.16, the power of the gospel. In verse, uh, and, and also in, in the, 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 my gospel in Romans, in Romans 2.16 the gospel of your salvation in Ephesians chapter 1 and th- verse 13. Amen. The gospel of peace in Ephesians chapter 15, 6 and verse 15. The gospel of his glory, 2 Corinthians 4.4. 4. And the eternal gospel, Revelation 14 and verse 6. So think about what the gospel has done for you. Think about the, what, how the gospel's changed your life. It's changed your family's life. I meet many, many Christians who are first-generation Christians. My dad used to use that a lot because when he would go to the islands, missionaries would go out and win people to the Lord. Brother Steve Sidler has many first-generation Christians in his church. And then he, now he's having second-generation Christians that are growing up and going out and being pastors and so forth. And the gospel, the gospel changes the direction of a family. Right. You, you, you do Ancestry.com doesn't make much of the gospel in a family or, or religious or anything. It just tells your lines and everything. But imagine if they did. And you could see in Ancestry.com when somebody came to Christ how that would change the documents from legal documents and prison documents to maybe baptismal certificates and ordination certificates. Amen. Amen. So the gospel changes the direction of a family. And it behooves us, and it comes on us to realize there's a responsibility we have with the gospel. We have the gospel. We we have our living results of what the gospel can do. Amen. Amen. And so, so we 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 need to understand what are we to do with the gospel. Well, first of all, uh, we are to we are to share the gospel. We are to share the gospel. Paul says in verse five. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Now, what's he talking about? Fellowship. The word fellowship literally means a common interest. And when he met them for the first time, he says from the first day, that's talking about when he shared Christ with them and they came to Christ that day. He was there to witness their new birth. Mm. Amen? Amen. And, they, and he, says from the, he, says, he said that started a fellowship. You understand the Bible asks us what fellowship hath darkness with light. So he's talking about fellowship with Christians. These are Christians that that he he was able to share Christ with and he was able to share the gospel with and he shared it with them. And that's that's what it, we are to do with it. It's a joint fellowship is a joint participation in a common interest and activity. We're to share the gospel with the lost. We're to share the gospel with the lost, listen. Paul, we, we consider the following ways that we're to share the gospel. We're to share the gospel with one another. Amen. We're to share the gospel with one another. Every time Paul thought of the Philippian Christians, he thought of this Christian and that Christian and that Christian. 
He talked about fellowship. He talked about their bond. He talked about really like their family. Amen? Amen. And then we are to prayer, we are to be prayerful for one another. And, and, and in verse 4, he says, always in every prayer, he said, he said listen, we, we, when we have this fellowship, because we're saved, because of the gospel, we have fellowship. We are to pray one for another. And in verses 9 through 11, he tells, he tells what to pray for. He gives the prayer request. He says, he says, your love may abound and in knowledge and in all judgment. Those are two sides of the spectrum. That ye may prove things that are excellent. So I'm praying that you take the right direction. Not the, not the secondary road, but the, 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 the good road. The, 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 the perfect will of God. What God wants for your life. Don't get sidetracked. Amen. And then we are to be loving towards each other. In verse 7, you might want to circle that word. He says, he says, I have you in my heart. I have you in my heart. That's a special relationship to have someone in your heart. And then uh, he, 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 he says, hey, look, we love each other. I love you. I care for you. So we're to share the gospel, and it, it brings a fellowship that we can be thankful for one another and share with and be prayerful with one another, and we can have love towards uh uh, one another. Now let me let me focus in on this point, and I may spend I may park here for a minute, but I want to I want to talk to you about this. We we are to safeguard the gospel. Amen. I want you to think about that. We are to safeguard the gospel. Somebody asked me the other day. They said, you know, I see, I see all these people debating about the, the Bible, and I you know I always play really dumb. I look dumb, so I can play dumb. Sharita, do not say amen. I saw you whisper amen. <laughs> Deacon, take care. Take and take her. So, so, but, but you know, you, 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 when you when you come, somebody starts starts down that way. Especially when I when I perceive that they are ignorant and unlearned, <laughs> I, I I I let them go, and. Um, you know, this debate about what Bible to use hasn't always been. And this debate about what's Bible to use was started by one, one, and that's Satan. Right. And, and I don't debate what the book, I don't debate, I don't have debates. I, I started listening on one and one time and I turned it off because it was really foolish on both sides. God has given us his word. And the book we use here is the Bible. And I don't, have to, I don't have to worry about whether the doctrine in it is right, the pronouns in it are right. I don't have to worry whether Amen. I, I don't have to worry about whether it tells me exactly how to be saved Amen. That's and right. know it. Right. Are you with me? Amen. And so uh, and so, so we the Bible says doesn't it say out of it are the issues of life? Amen. Isn't that what it says? But 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 what what it and so uh I, I'm I'm very and 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 people people say well why why do you use that because I said the others change doctrine right okay the others change doctrine okay so I'm not going to get deep in on that but I'm just saying I, I'm I'm kind of the one that says you know you want to know what I believe just watch me I really think when we have to defend what we believe nowhere in the Bible does it say we have to defend what we believe the Bible says live it amen and preach it amen doesn't ever say defend it. I'm just saying. Okay? You there? You with me? 
Now, what are, how, we're, we're supposed to safeguard the gospel. Let me just say something. People, there are people that are, that are, that are shifting it around. Yep. The gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's it. Amen. That's it. And, and uh, let me say something. It's, it's something that we're standing up for because when somebody starts giving what the Bible says another gospel, right. then ears are hearing that. Right. And those same ears near the, need to hear the gospel. Amen. Amen. And so we are to safeguard the gospel. Look what it says in verse 7. Even as it meet for me uh, to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart as much as both in my bonds. And look what it says there. And you want to, you want to underline that in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. The defense and confirmation of the gospel. Now you want to get on a hobby horse, get on that. You want to talk about something all day, and you want to uh, 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 read about it and cross-reference about it and, and, and get boned up in your head on it, the defense and confirmation of the gospel. Folks, we should be able to defend the gospel uh, to the hill. Look at verse 16. Look what it says. The, the one preach of contention, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my bonds, but another of love, knowing that I am set for what? The defense of, there it is. What's Paul, what's Paul doing? He's defending the gospel. Amen. You know, you know, folks, we are, we are to safeguard the gospel. We're to stand up for the gospel. Listen, there's, there needs to be a generation from here until Christ comes back that knows the gospel. Amen? Amen. Now, now Gibby and Sarah are going to get married in December. It may be a couple years. But Sarah's going to call on the phone and say, Mama... And she's going to say, yeah, Sarah, she said, I'm going to have a baby. And then Sam is going to start practicing to be a grandpa. What do they call Gramps in Filipino? What do they call you? Grandson? Grandpa. No, what? What do they call a grandpa? Lolo. Lolo. Hey, Lolo. And as, so, so you get lower and lower. You on the totem pole. You chop liver. That's what it means. But but just think about that. And 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 you know what the you know what's going to hit Gibby and Sarah when they have that baby. What hits every other couple? God save them at an early age. Amen. That's right. That's true. So they need to hear the they need to hear the gospel. They and you're going to have to defend it. You can't let anything else come in. Amen. You can't let anything else come in. You cannot, you cannot, you can I remember, I remember uh, I was standing on a corner and uh, Patrick was standing next to me. And uh, you ever been on a corner, standing out on a corner when one of those big old diesel fire engines come down and they slow down to the stop sign and go, blah, 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 You ever heard that? I mean, and it vibrates the whole thing. I said, man, that's a big fire engine, Patrick. He said, it's not bigger than God, Daddy. <laughs> Now, he learned that somewhere, amen? Amen. We need to learn them the gospel. We need to defend the gospel. We, we need to defend the gospel in our churches, in our homes. In verse 27, notice what it says in the same chapter. You might want to see this. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the what? The, the gospel of Christ. The gospel of Christ. Notice the last verse. He said, 
One mind striving together for the what? Faith of the gospel. Listen, listen, he was into the gospel because the gospel was into him. Amen. He was he was into the gospel and safeguarded the gospel because it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Many are preaching a different gospel. Many are preaching a watered down gospel. Many are preaching a work salvation. Right. Many are yeah. preaching a religion salvation, a denomination salvation. Many are preaching, oh well, you know, the mercy of God, the love of God. One day he'll just he'll he'll just Everything will just weigh out, and he and he'll he'll turn, change his mind. Let me tell you, I'm the Bible says I'm I'm God. I change not. Amen. And this book is not going to change, folks. Amen. Let me tell you something. The only way to heaven is through the gospel. And you call me somebody that's narrow minded. That's fine. But I'm a Bible believer. I'm a narrow minded Bible believing, Bible preaching Christian. I believe in the gospel, Amen. and I it's it's not going to change. Right. Amen. And let me just tell you something. The the, 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 we need to defend the simplicity of the gospel. Amen. It is not about what, it's never about what you do. When you, when you catch people talking about, I did this, I did that, you need to sit down with the scripture and make sure you go through it with them because they may not be saved. Mm. I mean, I've heard all kinds of testimonies. I've heard, I was at the back of the auditorium and I just floated up there. Yep. <laughs> okay. I was back in the auditorium, and he was playing. He was playing a gospel song, and 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 I just went up there, and I was saved. Okay. Right. Right. And you've heard it before. Let me tell you. Don't you be guilty of letting your friends or family or anybody else. Get to the end of that sentence without you continuing with, hey, here, can I show you how to, what the Bible says about being saved? Give them the gospel. Don't accept from another person without giving them a witness of the gospel track. And hey, you say, you say, preacher, have you ever, I've talked to, I've talked to hundreds of people. So what do you say to them? They say, well, I got, I got baptized and I did this and catechized and all this. And they said, uh, and, and I believe I'm saved. He said, what do you think of that preacher? I said, it didn't count. So you make them mad? I made a lot of people mad. Not on purpose. But you, you, uh, you going to let them live a lie? When you have a chance to give them the gospel? It's a simple, it's a simple gospel. Jesus Christ died on the cross. He's buried. He rose again the third day. And if you'll believe that and call on call on God, He'll save you. Amen. <clears throat> well, preacher, no, no wells about it. No wells about it. You're going to have to back up and take that thief all on the cross and go through the plan of salvation with Him before He goes to heaven. But God said, "Today thou shalt be with Me in paradise." Amen. Huh? And so, so we need to understand that. Don't let anybody say, well, you know, it was a different dispensation in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And the, the only way through to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Amen. They look forward to the gospel. We look back. Amen. Now, notice, we need to safeguard it. We need to safeguard it. And now, number three, not only do we need to share it or safeguard it, but we need to spread it. Verse 12 says this, but I would... Uh, ye should understand, brethren, the things which happened to me have fallen out rather into the furtherance of the gospel. He said, my prison, my beatings, everything, the stonings, 
everything that happened, when people yelled at me, when people screamed at me, when people cursed at me, it's going out for the furtherance of the gospel. It's not for me. It's for the furtherance gospel. You get it further down in this book. And he says, I was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. I was this, I was that. And he says this, he says this, I counted all but dung. He said, all my education under Gamaliel and all that was just wasted. It counts nothing. It's not, doesn't he amount to a hill of beans. He said the things that God's, since the road to Damascus, I mean, he goes back to that and he starts forward. And he says the things that happened to me are going out for the furtherance of the gospel. Wherever I go, the gospel goes. Wherever I go, people hear the gospel. Wherever I'm in trouble, it's all about the gospel. Wherever I, I'm, I'm spat, at, spat upon or cussed at, it's all about the gospel. We need to spread it. Amen? Amen. Let me say this, and I'm finished. We are to show the gospel. Now, these are all important. These thoughts are all important. But when you get to verse 27 of the chapter, and, and there was a time, there's a time when we have these, we have these phases in and they're they're cyclical. They they you know it's it's like it's like ties with guys, you know, you all ever, you know that they used to thin ties used to be in years ago, then they got real wide, <laughs> and then they went back to normal. Now they're thin again. Okay, and and you, you, the thing about it, no, a smart guy will tell you save your ties because they'll come back into into. Uh, into style again. Uh, and and that's how it is uh, with theology. It goes in cycles. Every so often you have some nut come up and he's going to talk about end times. We've got guys now, even in the independent circles, that believe that we will not be out of here until the middle of the tribulation. It's not biblical. Right. It's not biblical. The reason they get into churches and start tearing up churches is because the pastor and the people in the churches don't know why they believe what they believe about the tribulation and the rapture. So you need to study to show yourself approved. But there was this there was this time, and I don't know if you all remember this, but there were these people, and this was probably twenty years ago. They 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 were against confrontational um, witnessing, which is not a fight. It's talking to somebody, sharing your faith with somebody. That's all it right, is. Right. And so they said, and, and the well-known preachers would stand up. They should, you should be able to, people should get saved because of your uh, testimony. And they call it Lordship Salvation. Now you've not, that's, a, that's, I mean, if you talk to some old-timers, they'll remember that. But they said, Lord, in other words, you are too. And so, man, it was going around. It was going, I mean, guys were going back and forth. And they some, finally a bunch of guys, and they asked me, so what do you think about this Lordship salvation? I said, well, it's not a Bible word. Right. But I will tell you, the Bible teaches this that I am to tell others about the, the, the gospel. I'm to share the gospel. 
But I am also to live the gospel. Right. Because if I don't live the gospel and I tell the gospel, it won't make any sense to those people because it won't be the gospel that changed my life. When God comes into your life, he changes your life. Right. And he's begin, He's continuing to change until we stop breathing. Amen? Amen. And so the, you, it talks about your conversation, verse 27. Only let your conversation be as it what? Becometh the gospel of Christ. Now, I got to tell you, I told my kids more than once. I, as far as family goes, you are a creed. And you need to, you need to, you, you don't need to bring shame to this family. That used to be something that people would tell their family members, right? Right. People don't care anymore. Right. Even if you tell them about it, they don't care. Yeah, even if you tell them about it. But, but, that, that's a, but let me tell you something. And, and I think that's filtered down into this thought and, and to mean this thought. But if you call yourself a Christian, you ought to honor that name. Amen. If we call ourselves Christians, we ought to honor that. Now, we're not a Christian nation. They say we're a Christian nation. Right. We're not a Christian nation in the biblical sense. But, but he says, only, be, only, only let your conversation or manner of living be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, whether I come and see you or else be absent. What's he saying? He'd say, hey, what he's throwing in there is, you know, whether the cat's away or whatever, right? Whether the cat's away, you, 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 just, you just stay straight. Right. You don't have to have me there. You live your life as it becometh the gospel. They had a great, great teacher in, in, in Paul. Or else be absent. I may hear of your fears that ye stand fast in what? One spirit with one mind striving together for the faith gospel. Now, that could be a tremendous verse for a church because, because a lot of churches, it, it's, it's, it's it, it, that ye stand fast in five spirits with, with crazy minds fighting together and the gospel doesn't get preached. That's how a lot of churches are. They're fighting over this and they're fighting over that. I've I've been with preachers and sat down with preachers and preachers asked me, he says, how how do you do things at your church? I said, together. We do it. We just kind of do it together. Well, don't you do this and don't you do Yeah, we do certain things, but we, he says, well, you know, uh, you know, this deacon and this deacon and that deacon and this deacon. I said, they need to be not deacons. They need, they need to be, they need to sit there. They need to be, they need, they're, I said, some of those guys might not even be saved. I've heard, I've heard preachers tell me some of the things that some leaders in their church told them. I'm thinking, Lord, have mercy. And you know what happens? The gospel squelched. The louder you get with your feelings and the louder you get with your fights and the louder you get with your rumblings and the louder you get with my agenda and I want this and I want that, the less Jesus is, is able to work in the church. Right. The gospel. The gospel. We are to share it, safeguard it, spread it, and show the gospel. Show the gospel. It's a full-on gospel thing. You say, preacher, are we a full gospel church? No, 
Not in that sense. But in the biblical sense, we want to have the gospel light on everywhere, don't we? Amen? Amen? Let's pray. Father, thank you for the time you've given us. Thank you for your word. Thank you what it teaches us about the gospel. And Lord, we pray that you'd help us, especially in the defense of the gospel. Help us to be about making sure the gospel is not changed and misused. Now, let's stand, folks. Amen. Let's stand. And if God spoke to your heart, you want to come. We're going to play the piano. If God spoke to your heart. You want to do business with him. Sunday. We have Brother Ben Burke with us, and he's going to be talking about addictions and sharing with us, and so it'll be a great time. And so pray for each, let's let's pray for each other, pray for the requests we have on our uh, prayer list. If you need a prayer list, drop drop Miss Bethany a line on the media thing. See her and get that. And um Miss Anita updates this thing on Thursdays, I believe. Thursdays or Fridays, well enough time to get it. And a lot of prayer requests, a lot of petitions. Amen? Amen. Well, let's close in prayer. Brother Frank, close for us. Father God, just uh, thank you and praise the Lord for who you are. Lord, thank you for the greatest gift of all, the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, thank you for the presence, Lord God, that we can come before your throne with these requests and prayer requests, Lord. And uh, we just thank you, Lord, because uh, Jesus made that possible for us at the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection, Lord. And I just pray for these requests, Lord God, that you would honor them uh, according to your will. Just pray for the youth group, Father God, that they would grow in the Lord Jesus Christ. Each and every one of them, Father God, just pray they would grow in him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.